it under 100. Folks, welcome back to the Keep It Under 100 podcast. I'm your host, Dan Slater. Uh, we got a great show for you today. A lot going on. Uh, you just heard our new uh, opening original track. Shout out to my buddy Tim Rahman for that. Before I introduce my guest today, give you guys a little rundown. We're going to do a March Madness update, kind of the matchups for today, how we see this thing playing out. Also, this week is the WGC Dell match play event on the PGA Tour. Uh, so we're going to touch on that. We're going to touch on the course, um, the matchups that have already concluded today, and the matchups we have to look forward to, probably some picks to win. And then playing off of that, we're just going to talk about match play in general and maybe a few tips and tricks for you guys to use when you find yourself in a big match down the road. Uh, so to start, a keep it under 100 regular, AJ. Welcome Basically back. the co-host at this point. Basically so the co-host. Might as well just add me to the uh, Instagram page. Okay. But uh, good to be back. You know, the weather is awesome here. I got shorts on and it's March 26th, so things are good here in Michigan. Golf but you didn't here. play today. Didn't play today. I had to work. Playing mm-hmm. tomorrow. I just got back. I'm still wearing my golf attire here, so I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, you could use a sponsorship. You had three different brands on right Yeah, now. I mean, I don't like that shit, dude. Yeah, no, Cal's not a fan. No, 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 no. It's all about fit for me. I like, I like how the Nike shirts fit, but when it's a little... If you're going to be wearing Nike, you just wear Nike. That's if you're going to wear Under Armour, just wear Under Armour. I can get behind that. You know what I mean? Uh, AJ did mention the uh, the social media, though. Go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter. At 100 underscore keep it under. And if you guys have uh, thoughts, stuff you want to hear about, uh, you can email us. It's on the uh, emails on the Instagram page. Check it out. Uh, also joining us today, a uh, this is what your second time. Second time, sir. Kyle Wilson, what's up, man? What's the word, brother? How about you, you today? I played pretty good. Cool, I dude. played okay. That's what's up, man. Made a few birdies. Had a nice, had a pretty nice double. On what hole? Um, I played Plumbrook. I doubled one of the shortest par fours on the course, number 10. I uh, see. Did you have a turn dog? They didn't have a turn dog. That's why. That's if you had a turn dog, you wouldn't have double bogey, you would have triple bogey. Yeah. I got greedy, tried to hit driver, clipped some trees on the left, had to chip out, tried to chip out from under a tree. Hit the tree. Then had to take a drop, chipped out, missed the putt. So, you know how that goes. Ten. That's a par three, isn't it? No. Ten's the short par four, just back over the river, right next to like literally right in oh, front yeah, of the clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yeah. yep, yep. So when did you guys when did you guys play last? When did you play last? I walked nine yesterday. Okay. How'd that go? It was wet. Shot a forty eight. I didn't use my putter, I put it with my sand wedge because saw what it was and That's a bold play. Forty eight's yeah. pretty good then for not you using putted? your new putter. Yeah. You putted with a sandwich? Yeah. With a sandwich. What? Yeah, with a sandwich, the hoagie. With a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Call that a whole one. <laughs> Jesus. But no, it was good. Um, you know, par threes seem to, par threes with long irons still seem to pretzel me right now after the off season. So, uh, long to, irons are, long irons are, they'll get, they'll get you. They'll get yeah, you. Gets me every time. Uh, what about you, Kyle? When did you play last? You have your clubs back yet? No, they are on FedEx. They should be here today. 
No, I bet you you're super excited to see him, dude. Waiting for those, huh? yeah. I got a new bag and everything. I got a Wilson bag, it says Wilson right across it. You should, get, you, should get, you should get like a case stitched in front of the. I, I am, I plan on getting something to the bag. I got Wilson clubs and all that stuff. You going, um, you going right to the range after this? You play Wilson balls? No, oh, you need to. Then no. you can just draw a little K on the front. No, 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 no. <laughs> Wilson balls. I do tailor made pretty much for the most part. Bridgestone, what? Time? Um, last time I golf was. Last week, okay. Uh, Without your scores, I used. I had one wedge, like a 1930s putter. Perfect. Uh, putter and don't, I used putters my, don't go out of style, man. Man, it was hard, dude. And then it was like 30 mile an hour winds at the shores, so that was cool it's, too. The winds always in your face at shores, no matter what. The winds coming from the northwest. And I probably goes into the and northwest. then it moves. So yeah, so it's, and it's continuously in your face. Yeah. Probably, I've never seen it. I've never been anything like it to be honest. I was kind of like, what the hell is going on? Uh, but I use my brother's clubs. They're like Strata. I, don't know, I think you can get them at like Walmart or something nice. like that. Stars. I didn't miss that one fairway. Didn't two putt. Didn't two putts. Or didn't one. three putt. Didn't oh, three didn't putt. Two. There's a butt coming. I, yeah, there? there's a big butt coming. <laughs> uh, I was chipping for eagle on the back par five, the the weird one. Yeah, yeah. yeah old dog 13. Four, 13. 13. Yeah. I parred that, by the way. We're talking about St. Clair Shores Country yep. Club, by the way. And uh, I had a 10, an 8, and a 7. Oh, yeah. Shot ninety nine. Psycho scorecard. Shot oh, ninety nine. Yep. Keep them apart. Hey, without my clubs, I was I was pretty satisfied. No though, matter man. what, keep the pot. It went fifty four forty five. Love it. What's uh, what's on your guys' list for the? So we have the official start of Michigan golf season coming up here on April first. April first, Thursday. Thursday. What's uh, what's on your guys' list for the first first official round of the of the season? April second, eight thirty six. The Orchards. Oh, man, it's already nice. set up. Already set up. Booked it a couple weeks ago. Golfing with a uh, buddy who's getting married the next day. Oh, shit. He's married at... Um, no, he's getting married at uh, Freedom Hill, or whatever okay. it's called, on 16 and yeah. okay. Shaner. Yeah. But, yeah, we're golfing there. Probably going to have a little bit of a frost delay, I would assume. It's supposed to be cold that morning, but it's supposed to be 50, so it'll get warm pretty quick, but yeah, nice I, challenging course to see how the... be curious to see how the, how the greens were. I played... Pine Trace. What was that last Saturday? I played. I played twice last weekend. I played Pine Trace on Saturday, and the greens were mid-season. They were awesome. And then I played Twin Lakes on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Greens were good. I, like, I love Twin Lakes, man. Twin Lakes is cool. Um, I'm gonna play in the the Michigan Amateur Qualifier there at the end of May. That's how you. Yeah. When when did you sign up for that? I didn't sign up yet. Oh, really? you can sign up until the end of April. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah, so the Orchards, never played there. I'm excited. I'm sure the Greens will be Oh, you there. never played the Orchards? No. Dude, Orchards are so tough. nice. It's, it's tough. tough. I think the last time, I booked to play the Orchards last year, and then we got rained out. It's it's one of the only courses around here where you, like, even if you're chipping or putting downhill at a lot of courses, you're not worried about, like, the ball going off the green. Yeah. That's, like, one of the only courses where you have to worry about that. Like, if you're on the wrong side of the hole, yeah, you, like, breathe on it, and it's going off the front of the green. So you got that to look forward to. Can't wait. Gonna be. I'll be using my putter on Friday. I can yeah. tell you that much. Won't be using the sand wedge. <laughs> what about you, Kyle? Um. Honestly, I'm just gonna get my uh, get my clubs and figure it out. Get my get my swag back. Uh, I'm pretty excited for that part. But I don't know. Honestly, I'll probably just hit Maple 
to get my just get your bearings. You see what I'm find, saying? Find out what's you going know, on. I like that. Something small like that. Yeah, or uh, Plumbrook and then uh Technically I've already played official rounds. I was in Georgia for work. Uh what was that, about a month ago now. I I flew into Jacksonville, played just outside of Jacksonville and drove up for yeah. work into Georgia. And I'm actually going back same place? Monday morning. But I'm flying into Atlanta this time, so I'm playing golf in Georgia this Monday. So. Same place? No, different place. Oh, all right. So, looking forward About to that. hit Augusta? I'm actually, so the plant that I'm going to is like within an hour of Augusta. I'm just going to drive by and like, I'm sure you can't get anywhere close to no. even take a picture. Yeah. But like, even if I can just get to the gate of Magnolia Lane and like take a picture of that. I'll be satisfied. Should sneak out yeah. with the wedge and play one of the holes. Like, you probably get shot, <laughs> especially in Georgia. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, anyway, funny. let's uh, let's jump into our first section here. We got March Madness still going on. We are down to the Sweet Sixteen. The yep. games are what we're about twenty minutes away from recording here. Yeah, we, so got, we the, got eighteen. We got Oregon State versus. Uh, Actually, you can't even say Cinderella Loyola no. because they're the eighth seed. Yeah. Oregon State is the twelve. Especially Oregon State was picked like dead last in the Pac-10. On one of our previous pods, <coughs> I think one of our buddies actually said that Oregon State doesn't even belong in the tournament. <laughs> and now, but I mean, Loyola looks good, man. It Dude, not, they're in their they, last two years. They're seven and one. I mean, they only lost was to good. Michigan. Hmm? Oregon State can't miss from three right now. But, like, is that going to continue? Like, if you had to bet this game at minus seven, who are you taking? I'm taking... At minus seven, I, I mean... I'm, I'm taking, taking Oregon State. I'm taking Oregon with State the cover. Yeah. I'm going the other way. I'm going uh, with Sister Jean. Sister Jean. My, na- my next-door neighbor is the... Uh, or my next-door neighbor at college, he's the assistant coach there. Yeah, so that's why I'm rooting for You can't tell that guy to shave his mustache. Oh, Officer Fargo? Yeah. That guy is great. <laughs> He's he so should good. be the face of the Tina Sister Jean. Him and the guy from Gonzaga are just like they're oh, like Kispert's they're, not Kispert, a Timmy with his handlebar mustache. They're I like hate Timmy, dude. dude Timmy's they, great. The problem is Timmy. is they're they, they're so unathletic, but they're obviously they're not unathletic, <laughs> but they look like the best like forty five year old playing at LA Fitness that you've oh, ever yeah. seen. Like that's how they play too. Well, it's like the brothers in Eastern Washington. Like right. those guys, like this. Look like they like, use every bit of that pivot foot and yeah, they, they, all the bounce the passes you can handle. It's crazy. They're not going to dunk one time in the whole game. Uh, also tonight we got uh, Villanova, who I did not see getting this far. Nope, nope. Against Baylor, who looks like they just have a handmade. Road to the final four here. Um, I mean, you guys yeah. think see Baylor running away with this one? Or you think Villanova's yeah? I mean, better? I think no. I think Villanova's gotten lucky. Over think, overreaching. Yeah, I yeah. think. I mean, without Gillespie, yeah. they're. I think they're going to get jail sexed by the guards. I think of seven Baylor. and a half might be too low to be honest. Like no, Baylor wins with double digits. I'd say. Yeah. I like that too. All these spreads though are just in that weird range that makes yes. me nervous. So like Arkansas, I think is really good. They're playing Oral Roberts tonight. I think Oral Roberts' time has run out, but I wouldn't take Arkansas at minus 11. No. Well, it's interesting that that spread, I think Arkansas beat Oral Roberts earlier this year by 11. And Oral Roberts was up 20 at half against them wow. when they played the first time. So that's a game that you probably take the points in Oral Roberts to cover and the over. I'm always a little biased by the uniforms, too, and I love Arkansas's uniforms. I love the big pig on the, yeah. front, on the, front, of, the, on the front of the jersey. Oh, and then tonight we have 
I, I would, That's a game I'm looking forward to. I would think a surprise team in Syracuse playing Houston. Another team shooting they win very well. I Buddy like, Bay I like Houston. Man. Houston. I, Houston was my pick to win it all at the beginning of this thing, and well, they they didn't impress me last game. But no. no, I mean their starting point guard's got the hip problem. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, he kept going yeah, in and out and in and out, and I just I don't know. I mean, Syracuse is just one of those weird teams that just the way they play, like they're, they're, they're grinding, dude. Yeah. Well, that yeah. two three zone is something um, that that puts them in any game. That zone. Really. No, yeah, it does. And but, they got but, shooters all over. But it also players. puts them in games that maybe they shouldn't be in, like they should be running away with. Correct. Um, and then tomorrow, we got. I would say like the varsity takes the field tomorrow. Yeah. We got Florida State, Michigan is the first game at five. No, that's not no, the first we got game. Creighton, Gonzaga. Creighton, Gonzaga. Gonzaga's a win by fifty. I yeah, I I can see that. Uh, then we got Florida State, Michigan, which it's the same kind of story. Like Florida State's athletic as shit. Yeah, I see it similar to the LSU game. Like it wouldn't surprise me if Michigan pulled away, though. I mean, they they've gotten a little bit of a walkthrough as well. That I would have to say, Florida State. Yeah, I don't know. I you don't see Greenboro. I mean, I just think it, watching all these teams and watching all these favorites go down, the play is just so sloppy. Yeah. Like yeah. you watch Ohio State like season high in turnovers. You watch Texas season high in turnovers. But then you watch a team like Michigan, who just I mean, yeah, they take bad shots. Like mm-hmm. their point guard gets on my nerves when he takes a lot of bad shots. But they don't turn the ball over. No. They move the ball and they, they might, play. They defense. might turn the ball over a lot against Florida State though. Florida State's defense is out of this world. What scares right me now. about Florida State is that they're huge, man. They're long, they're point guard, they're just like LSU, but taller. And they're best and more athletic. the bench. Yeah. I don't know. At two and a half, I'm still taking Michigan. I'm taking Michigan with the two and a half. I would take Florida State just because. That's not surprising. Uh, What else we got? We got UCLA and Alabama. I did not UCLA hanging around this long, but. Uh, I think that's another one where where Bama just runs away with it. It's it's more of a Baylor-Gonzaga outcome, I think. Uh, Yeah, I would agree. And then I think the the late game, to me, is probably the most interesting game. That's 6-7, USC-Oregon. It's going to be hype. USC, another great defensive team. Oregon can't miss right now. Yeah, the, the Pac-12 <laughs> is literally the, they're the hottest conference. They have to be, you know, yeah. coming. I guess coming into the tournament, you're like, yeah, all these teams are going to lose the first weekend for the most part, right? And they're, you know, going to. Well, have... I also think that the seeding is off too, so I think that's allowing all these different matchups and. More of these upsets, I think, than, than yeah, ever. I think from the start. Like, like I think, Loyola, I think Loyola. They were underseeded. They were underseeded. You know, that was I mean? on our first March Madness pod that we did. Cap uh, Hobie and he was he was all over Loyola. He was, he was like he he saw them making a Final Four run. I um, mean, of, of all the the higher seeds left, Michigan definitely has the hardest matchup. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, with Florida State. Like, Agreed. I feel like Villanova. They don't. They've been winning, but just on the eye test, they're not. Yeah. They're like an eight seed to me. Like completely they, agree. Nova and Loyola should have flipped seeds. Completely agree. But then it, that would kind of be a disappointment to have to see Loyola and Baylor play right away like that. Correct. But anyway, okay. Is there anything you guys saw so far that? Uh, so I know you were going with Gonzaga from the start. You and see anything that's changing your mind? No, I mean they're just doing what I said in a couple podcasts ago. They they just turn it on. They, they keep don't the stop winning by double digits. Like that offense, they they'll have a three minute stretch where they don't score, but then that next minute they put up twelve points somehow. Yeah, like the offense is 
I think they did get brought back down to earth a little bit last week, though. Somehow, I feel that way. That they... I mean, they're pretty good. And they're they pretty, won by 16. I know, but that, those last six points were dog shit. They're pretty damn scary. Bullshit technicals. What about you, Kyle? Who'd you have in the beginning of this to win it all? I had Baylor from the beginning. Okay. Um, well, how do you feel now? I mean, they got a pretty good road in yeah, front of them. I still feel they can okay. you like get Baylor, there. Yeah, I like Baylor. So I had Houston. Well, actually, Michigan was my pick. Houston's your pick in the... Houston's my kind of my second bracket pick, yeah. but um, <laughs> I don't know. I really like the way Michigan's playing. It's just I feel like at some point they have a really hard road, and at some point someone's gonna knock them off, especially without livers. Yeah. Um, I do like Houston, but that last game was just not was, not pleasant yeah. to watch. If I'm betting on Houston, anyway. Okay, let's uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll uh, we'll jump into our next topic here. Folks, you got uh, cutting boards, coasters, uh, flags for the wall, any woodworking that you need. Hit uh, hit up my man Kevin Corman. Works out of Chesterfield, Michigan. Check him out on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Corman Woodworks. C O R N M A N Woodworks. Check it out. All right. So this week on the PGA Tour, which kind of works well with uh, March Madness, we have the WGC Match Play. That plays at uh, Austin Country Club. So AJ, me and you were talking about this a little bit before we kicked off the pod, but I like the course a lot. It's, it's like it's perfect for match play. Yeah, it, it allows you, like, it allows you to take a risk and then make a mistake, and then it's match play, so that mistake doesn't necessarily matter as much. Right. It seems like it's a pretty tight off the tee. Very tight course. But there's a lot of different holes. Like, there's a lot of par threes with trouble. All over yeah, one so side of the green. Can't go long on there's, some of these holes because it just falls off. Right. There's gettable par fives. There's yeah. uh, drivable par fours. Each each hole has something that can. There's a risk reward to each hole. Like the one par five, right. you can you can go for it, but you're either if you're if you're left, you're in the water, and if you're long, you're at the grandstand. Right. So it's give and take. So so for the people that that haven't watched this the past couple of years, this format changed a couple years ago so it used to be just like march madness it's top 64 players in the world one plays 64 you know sets up like that all the way one to 64 and it's just one and done you play you lose you're out and then i think it's more of a kind of a tv setup than anything but world cup style right now it's uh it's groups of four and you play round robin style the first three days. So you got a group of four. They split the entire 64 man field into four groups A, B, C, and D. So the top uh, 16 ranked players are A, B, C, D, so on and so forth. And then each group is random, one player from each group. And they, they, a couple, the first year that they did this, they actually did it like lottery style, like drew ping pong balls out of a, out of a jar. Um, and then you pl- the, so the first three days you play an 18 hole match play against the other three guys in your group and then one member of each group moves on uh, so as of this morning we were down to 16 guys and the sweet 16 whatever you want to call it is now complete so we're down to the final eight which are, are have already started this afternoon 
So they finish that round, and then they do the Final Four and the championship uh, tomorrow. So today we have Rom versus Scheffler. Scheffler up one through two. We have Harmon versus Kucher. Teen off in 20. Yep, and those the winner of those two matches play each other in the semis. Then we have Sergio Garcia versus Victor Perez. Perez up one through three. And we have Billy Horschel versus Tommy Fleetwood. And they're all square through five. So if you're wondering where where if you're wondering where the star power is, it's not there. Uh Rom, highest ranked player that advanced. Uh DJ got bounced. Justin Thomas got bounced. Rory got bounced. Spieth played good, but he just lost on eighteen to Matt Kuchar in the uh in the sweet sixteen. Uh, Bubba Watson lost to Harmon, but there's a lot of no names. All the big guys did not no personality move out of left. Their, move out of their groups. Um, couple interesting things that I saw um, as of midday, like towards the end of the day on Friday. Guys who won the first hole. What is going on out there? I don't know. A little motorcycle action. A motorcycle or a lawnmower. <laughs> um, Guys who won the first hole in their match won the match overall 65% of the time, and they got at least a half point in 85% of those matches, which I thought was crazy. Whoa. Because the first hole, you got 17 holes after that. Yeah. So, um, Hot start. Yeah. In the playoff, to see who moved on to the Sweet 16, Sergio Garcia drops an ace on the, Walk was off. it the third or fourth playoff hole? I think it was, if it was the par three, I think it's the third. Okay. It was the third or fourth playoff hole against Lee Westwood to see who moved on to the Sweet 16, and the guy just drained an ace on a par three. To it was almost on. a straight dunk. It literally right. like hit and just fell in. Right. That's if you're gonna lose. I mean, that's a way to lose right there. You can you can swallow. I think you can just one. shrug that one off yeah. and say, I mean, what are you gonna do? That's that's a cool way um, to lose. A lot of I think Fleetwood had a hole in one earlier this morning on three. Oh, I didn't see that. Same hole then. Yeah, same hole. Westwood got sticky on that one, too. It was like a 10-footer. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. Yeah. Um, Sergio's like, I got this, boys. The coolest thing I saw this week, though, was... Uh, so, in the final round of the round robin, DJ was playing against Kevin Na, and... Mr. Walk-In. Right, which he did yeah. walk in about an 8-footer to win the match. Mm-hmm. But anyway, DJ was putting for par before that. He had about a 10-footer back down the hill. And this is on 18, a 365-yard hole. And as he's putting, or as he's about to putt, he's lining it up, a ball just rolls right past his caddy's bag, about six feet from him, about four feet from the hole. It was uh, Bob McIntyre drove the green to win his match to win his match against Adam Long, and he advanced to today. He ended up losing this morning. He got smoked. Who do you play? Uh, you play Perez? I think Perez, yeah. Let me double check. But either way. That's a good week. <laughs> well, Justin Thomas hit a drive that went through on a... It was one of those shorter par fours. He, like, cut the corner, went through, and landed on the other green. That was Spieth. That was Spieth, okay. Spieth that, so 13, the one yeah. that kind of cuts the corner. He just, it hit the cart path and went past Patrick yeah. Cantley. Who okay, was yes, Cantley's yeah, putting. Yeah, Cantley. Cantley didn't even notice the ball, and then he misses, and, like, kind of looked like he was going to blame the ball, mm-hmm. you know, which anyone would do. Like, oh, yeah, that's definitely the reason was that right, ball I didn't right. notice. But yeah, that was. I mean, it's some interesting scenarios. So surprised Cantley lost. Though Cantley was on fire through the first two matches. Cantley's like strokes gained, tee to green, like everything. Yeah, he was just destroying the field. Like his first match was against Brian Harmon.
Brian Harmon made eight birdies and lost. To yeah. K- to Brian Harmon is on fire. Right yeah. Now. He played good. Uh, he had a chance at the players, too. <clears throat> he was in, uh, I think he finished top five at the players. He's been yeah. playing good. He's a, I feel like he's an early season guy. I feel like I always see him on like the West Coast swing and early in the season. But anyway, what, you guys see anything else interesting this week so far? Yeah, everybody lost. So I take I'm it. usually pretty good with the DraftKings, and my entire team was eliminated. Oh, my. Who did you have? <laughs> Justin Thomas, Webb Simpson, Matt Fitzpatrick. Uh, Fitzpatrick got smoked, too, I think. Booz and Holt, Palmer, and Todd. All mm. eliminated. Mm. Yeah, Palmer didn't even make it to didn't even make it to Friday. Palmer was two and zero. Oh. Who did he play? He uh, oh he played Rom. Played Rom. Rom and they Palmer went in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, Rom yeah. beat him in the playoffs. A lot of playoff action. Yeah. The playoffs are cool because you had I think at least three instances where two the guys tied now. their match. The guys who played in different matches on yeah. the third day of the round robin had to go to a playoff yeah. to see who moved on. Yeah, which is that part of it is cool, but I dig the old format better. I like, I like the, the old format. I like the one and done. I want to see if DJ is going to lose, have him show up on day one, get bounced by the 64th ranked player in the world, and get the hell out of here. Yeah, pack your shit, go home. Yeah. Type deal. I mean, Because like you're ending up in the same spot. Like the idea of them doing that is basically just to pay the top players more. Because you're thinking that over three days, the best player, like the cream, is going to rise to the top yeah. kind of thing. And that totally didn't happen. Well, I think. No. So, like said, so now, like, Matt Kuchar, who is, like, outside the top 100 in the world right now, maybe not top 100, but he hasn't played good in, like, a year, he's going to get, like, a million-dollar paycheck out of this. Yeah. I mean, it, I think they've switched to the pool play more for, like, TV, too. Like, you can watch... Yeah, but how... Like, besides people who, like, have the luxury of working from home, like, how many how many hardcore golf fans can sit around at noon on a Wednesday and watch all these matches. I mean, everyone's working from home, but I guess, I guess get your point there. It's just, you know, it's getting the, the top guys to play more. To, and me, more you, to me, you kind of lose, like, the drama's still there on Friday, but, and I get that, like, by the time you get to Sunday or Saturday, like, there's only two matches on the course. Yeah. But you lose the drama on Wednesday, Thursday. You don't have to tune in now to say, oh, man, it's DJ and Rory, they're, they're out already on Wednesday. Like, that can't happen now. Rory's in a weird spot, by the way. He's struggling. He just changed coaches, I heard. It was Dang. due to, uh, mostly due to travel, but his, like, the, the Mike, is it Michael Bannon, I think his name is? The coach that he's had since he was, like, two. He's he's switching. I didn't even read who he's switching to. But he fired he, his ass? I, I don't think he fired him. I think it was kind of a mutual yeah. thing because of, mostly due to travel. Because I'm assuming that guy's overseas and Rory lives in Florida. Oh, okay, yeah. But I'm sure behind the scenes, some of it is because he can't figure out how to hit a wedge within 20 feet of the hole. He's, driver, he's in a rough spot before the Masters. That was a it was a bad look for him admitting that he was like chasing Bryson. So yeah, he, he I don't know why he said that, dude. I mean, if it's true, that's fine. Like all like hats off to him for just being honest with the with the media. But I don't know why he would chase Bryson in the first place. Like he was already in like he was one of the longest players in the game yeah. already. Like you don't need to chase Bryson. Right. Like it's not like off. he doesn't have notoriety or anything. Like he's already a star. He's right. already top. Like golfer. he already he has all the same issues. Like he was already gaining shots on the field every time he played with his driver. Like yeah. that wasn't the problem. But anyway, okay. Well, uh, I mean, Rom is clearly the favorite. I think he's got a tough. Yeah. Match. What's your pick? 
I think he's got a tough matchup in Scheffler. And I think that's the harder side of the bracket. So you got Rom Scheffler and Harmon Kucher. All those guys are playing well. So I think that's going to be a tough matchup for anybody on that side. Sergio is kind of rounding into form. I think he has the easiest matchup in the in the Elite Eight, if you will, against Perez. Uh, Fleetwood obviously playing well. Um, and Horschel playing well. I mean, the thing is for Sergio, he's of the four on that side. He was the only one that I think it went to seventeen or eighteen. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He had a quick like turnaround. Not that I don't know if that matters a ton for these guys. Probably not. But if, if anything, Horschel, Sergio... Fleetwood, and Perez all had hour or two because they won with four or five holes left. It depends on the player because some people that might affect negatively, but some people might need might like the break. They could get in a half hour power nap and then yeah. restretch and just restart the routine. So it's hard to say. I think I'm not picking Ron. That guy's a hothead. I sent you guys the video I sent you the video yesterday of yeah. him just flicking off somebody in the crowd. The guy's just a hothead. I fucking hate Ron. <laughs> I tweeted that my my worst three Three worst uh, golfers that I fucking hate. That you wouldn't want to play with. He was one of them. Him, three of the others. Poulter and uh, Garcia. I oh, fucking I like hate Poulter. all three of them. Poulter looks like an Easter egg right now. Poulter looks like a dickhead. Just terrible outfits. You see his pants the other day? Those oh, like the, black yeah, the, camouflage yeah. ones? Yeah. Just terrible. It's like, dude, <laughs> you you're, you're, like, dark. you're like 40, man. You can't wear camouflage pants anymore. Give it up. You probably wear cargo shorts to be good, um, of course. I'm not picking Coocher. I'm, I'm, Let's, how about you tell us who you I'm going Fleetwood. I, yeah, I think Fleetwood. I think he's been the most consistent so far over the first three and a half days. I'm going with Fleetwood. I think wrong. I think Shuffler's been the most consistent. I like Shuffler. I just I think, think he has the toughest matchup against yes. Rom, though. Home course. You know, yeah, he's been there course, plenty yeah. of times. He is times. a Texas man. You're just lucky Doug Gim didn't get into this field. Oh, oh Gim, dude, dude, boy. Everyone else is lucky. <laughs> Dominant. <laughs> Dude, Gim has been playing well. He's he's learning a lot with his. Uh, I'm gonna call it. A, I'm gonna call it a pod bump. Like he got a bump, a bump from bump. it coming up on the pod. So yeah, you're you're welcome, Doug Gim. Yeah. Anytime you want to come on the pod, Doug. Uh, what about you? Who you got? Fleetwood, I think. I mean, you like Fleetwood too. Okay. I mean, I'm a big Fleetwood fan. I think he's he's not missing any fairways, and it's allowing him to just. I think when take he, aim. I think when he cuts his play. hair. He just wins instantly. I, I dig the hair, but yeah. I think that's going to happen. He's going to cut it at some Nike. point, and he's just going to win. And he wears Nike. Who do you Shuffler. got? I got Shuffler. Shuffler, 100%. Okay. I like Shuffler. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's jump into our last segment here. Which kind of continues from this segment, match play. So, yeah. So, like AJ said... Uh, with the match play going on that kind of got our competitive juices flowing with the all the match play that we do throughout the year um we're all, we play in the same golf league I pl- i'm playing in multiple golf leagues that's all match play and then you know a topic that we'll hit on you know couple couple pods from now but uh the slater cup which is all match play it's basically a replicated uh rider cup format but like i said that really got our uh, our juice flowing this week i had at least five guys text me and be like, I can't watch all this match play and not play golf. <laughs> or get a boner. It was both those things. Yeah. Um, so we want to do a little kind of match play, deep dive, get your guys' thoughts on the format in general, kind of the mindset as you go into match play, and then like any tips and tricks you guys might have that um, the listeners might find useful if they find themselves in a uh, in a big money match. 
I'm just going to preface this. You don't want any of my tips or tricks from me. If, if you so are... Just, just do the opposite of anything. That yeah, anything I does. suggest, just don't do that. I just wanted to touch on the fact that, like, match play in general is just a... It's, it's a mental grind. Like, if I'm playing in a... Not so much just on a normal money match, but, like... Like, at our, our Slater Cup, for instance, if you find yourself in, like, a just an 18-hole back-and-forth match... You're, you're never more tired than walking off the golf course after like an 18-hole grinding out match play scenario. Yeah. And you're and the thing is, you're never even thinking about your score. It's just like, did I beat the other guy? Yeah. Doesn't matter how you played. You're just, did I come out on top at the end? What about you guys? How do you feel about match play? I mean, hey, Jason. I love match play. I, they need they need to be. There should be more match play tournaments on the PGA Tour. I think like there should be one once a month. Would be once a month is pushing it. I agree that they should have one at least once a year, more than outside of the Ryder Cup and the Presidents Cup. Yeah, um, but that's part of the beauty of the Ryder Cup and the Presidents Cup is like you look forward to it so much, and it's a team because yeah. it's a team event. Um, but I wouldn't hate it. Like they have the Dell match play. Yeah, if they did another tournament like that, maybe a team event, like a two man event. Yeah, that'd be that nice. was that's match play. That that'd be sweet. That would be fun. You just get a lot more like it's. You just pick up a lot more on like each player's demeanor and personality in match play. Like yeah. especially if you're watching like the featured groups, like you, like I was watching Spieth and Thomas the other day, and they're just like, when you watch them, like oh they're just like us, they're swearing at themselves, like you fucking idiot, like I can't believe you pushed that putt, and it's it's an interesting dynamic, and I think there should be more of it. But I mean, I'm excited. Uh, I think they really dropped the ball with. So this 2016, they started up the uh, golf in the Olympics. Yeah, I think they really dropped the ball making that a a single, like a uh, play your own ball stroke play event. I think they really dropped the ball there. How that's not a team event is crazy to me. Like how every country doesn't have like a two man team. You could do different formats. Like yeah, that'd be. They, oh, is the format for for? It's just a, it's just like, it's just like a normal tournament. tournament. Yeah. Just really? any other tournament, just seventy-two hole stroke play event, one tournament, gold, gold silver, first, bronze. second, third. That's it. Oh shit! Which, like, to me, is the most boring format they could Especially have chosen. For the, yeah, for the Olympics, right. I think. Now that they win money, or do they just get the gold. No, it's, no, just gold like, it's just like anything. Yeah, else. and you win. Like, if you win a gold medal, you win like twenty-five k for USA. Yeah, like if you're a part of a different country, their gold medal is more expensive. So, I I'm okay with match play. I never fucking win, but you know it's it's fun. It's like very because uh, obviously it's like golf is a competitive sport. It is, but you know by nature anyway. You always you're always playing against yourself, wanting to shoot the best score ever. Correct. So yeah. like it, every shot, every hole becomes yeah just that singular focus because you got to beat the other guy. That's yeah, it. it's a it's a good it's a good round. To literally just say, you know, so you get your ass whooped on, on one hole. And then it's so cliche to say, but it's like, all right, on to the next. Like, oh, let's nice fucking reset. And the, and the quicker you can shake that, yep. you know, that quad bogey off. For sure. Or a, that nasty three putt to lose a hole. Uh-huh. The quicker you can shake that off. Or just get stuck in be. the bunker. You yeah. know, stuff like and that. Just, and just pick up. And, yeah, 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 match play. I can pick up and throw my ball into the freeway. That's yeah. one of my favorite things hole. to watch on, like, the... The, when the pros do it, is like they're in a bunker. They don't hole out. They say, "Just thumbs up, you're good." They pick up their ball. They don't even putt. Yeah. Um, so playing off of your thing a little bit about swearing and stuff like that is uh, the body language, body language aspect to 
match play. And for me, that is just, it's huge. Like, my whole goal when I'm playing match play is to make my opponent uncomfortable. And you know what doesn't make your opponent uncomfortable? When you're swearing, throwing clubs, talking to yourself. Like, they're just sitting there going, man, he that guy's fucked up. Like he's, he's not hitting a good shot. At, like, he's not hitting he's a good done. shot after that. He's done. I'm gonna win this hole. And giving your opponent like free, easy confidence, not the way to. That's do why it. you just cuss at your opponent. You want to get in their head. Mental midget them is what you really want to do. I I prefer the I prefer the stoic. Like if I had my way, I wouldn't talk to my opponent the entire day. Yeah, just so you they can have it your way. You know that, right? You don't have to talk. No, I know, but I like you know. I still like to have a good time, and <laughs> I want them to enjoy themselves a little bit. But I still want to win. I'd rather have no fun and win than have a little bit of fun and lose. If if that makes sense. No, it definitely makes sense. I mean, I guess depending on like the scenario, like Slater Cup, hundred percent. I'd rather have zero fun and win. Yeah. But it's good. Like last year, Mexico had a ton of fun, and we did win. Mm-hmm. So we'll bring it back home this year too. A little back-to-back action. Cool. So yeah. the people don't know what we're talking about, but we're going to do that's going to be a whole podcast in itself. So yeah, just lean the piggybacking off of I guess my own comment is I like to make my opponent as uncomfortable as possible. So you you really have to read your opponent. Like if your opponent is the kind of guy that likes to like kind of likes music, you like to listen to music when you play. Sure. I prefer like I'll be like ah let's let's go no music I'm just dead silent them the whole day. I'm I'm pretty similar because I'll I'll golf pants completely off uh, right, to, I don't, to get in their head. Right. Like, I don't, I don't care naked? if there's music, but if they want music, I don't want music. So do you tell them you don't want music? No, I think it depends. In that scenario, you should play music. But you're in car with me. I have the speaker. Like I'm not not playing music. Right. Yeah, just play, like, the worst music you can think of. But I think what you could do in a situation like that, like, if I'm in a a team match and I'm riding with my partner and you got your partner and we're playing. Play, like, jazz? No, no, no. I'll get up to the the green. Like, let's say you're getting out of the cart and pulling your putter out or something. I'll be like, hey, Kyle, can you do me a favor? Just turn that down a little bit while I'm putting. And it's not, like, malicious, but... You're gonna sit there and think, "Fuck, this motherfucker! This guy don't want no music, dude." To be honest, and you're gonna be. Thinking, I got mad at Dan when he said that right now. No. Yeah, for real. And you're, gonna, be, and you're gonna be thinking about that before you hit your next shot. Yeah. So little shit like that. I can't believe this motherfucker has me to turn it down. Chunk. Yeah. I would turn it up. Exactly. Yeah. Chunk. So honest. So funny story from today. So we're playing today. We're playing behind the Joy Luck Club. Three just seventy-plus-year-old women oh, in front nice. of us. Not to mention one of the ladies had has the cart that you like have the thing on your belt and it just follows you around. Oh, she's got like the motor. And it one. has a chair that pops out of it. So she was just sitting there, like in a damn recliner next to the tea box. Anyway, uh, my brother Tim did not a shank, but he pushes a drive way right on the one hole. It's a kind of a dog leg left. So we go over to play it. We weren't even gonna play it, honestly. I was gonna be like, Tim, just grab that and we'll pull it over to our fairway. So we drive over, they're about 50 yards ahead of us on the tee box and there's still people in the fairway behind them like so they, technically they can't even really hit yet unless they're planning to hit the ball about like 100 yards they are 70 year old women so it could probably only but be as we pull up the one lady is going like this which i'm sitting there thinking okay she's just waving us so those are dan is waving his hand yeah like, so move him off the course it, it looks like she's waving us to like go ahead and and play your shot 
So I'm like, all right, I guess go ahead and play. That's what I tell my brother. My brother gets out of the cart and she says, no, it's our fairway. You have to wait. We're like, fuck. I was so mad. <laughs> and that threw me off. <laughs> I bogeyed that hole. I bladed my wedge. I bladed my wedge into that green because I was pissed. And I wanted to hit Dude, up. we got to get around right the pod. How does this yeah, mentally, exactly. mentally just hurt you? I was uh, I was pissed the rest of, the, the, the rest of that hole. Um, <laughs> so, uh, any... Uh, she cuss at you? No, she didn't. She's polite at least. I mean, No. She wasn't polite. She just didn't swear. Was it slow play? It was slow maybe the first like five, six holes. but Because we, we were right behind them on the tee box for five, six holes. Mm-hmm. But it was funny because after that hole, we didn't see them on the tee box again. They were yeah, cruising. Cooking. Because I at least could have given them a nice dirty look or something. Right. No. Drive anyway. one into them. Right. Anyway. Uh, what about any... Uh, so, tips... And tricks for match play. What do, what do you got, AJ? What, let's let's hear what's not. Hey, to one do. tip all the pros hate. Um, I mean, I think you have to kind of get outside your comfort zone. I think with some of the shots you take because you can make, like I said earlier, you can you can be take an aggressive line or take a shot that you normally wouldn't do because the next hole that shot doesn't really matter. So I think not being afraid to take a risk and, hey, I'm going to hit this flop shot over this tree when, you know, 99% of the time you're going to blade that thing, but you I, might pull off that one that, that works for you. I I think it's, you you have to read the situation, right? Because, like, if you do it too early, then you're like, ah, then and you don't pull it off, then you're kind of behind the eight ball and you're already down. The key for me is always to try and get a lead early and then just kind of be that front runner. Like, you don't have to take any risk. You yeah, middle, middle of the fairway, middle of the green, two putt, and like, if you get into a situation where you can make your opponent make birdies to beat you, like I know that's stupid because bottom line, if you just play good, you're probably yeah, gonna yeah, win your match, match anyway. <laughs> but if you can at least, at least manage your misses, and you know avoid the drop shots, avoid going for something and hitting in the river, avoid the three putts, like stay on the right side of the hole, kind of thing. Like it sounds simple, but. You can manage your way through that, even if you're not playing well. Yeah, when you talk golf, it sounds like a very easy game. Like, oh, I'm just going right. to put this right into the fairway. I'm just going to put it in the fairway. <laughs> I'm going to put it right in the, of the green. green. And then two putt at most. Yep. But it, but it's something it's something along the lines of, like, let's say you have a, a back right pin. And you're even in a match. And, you know, you're 140 yards away. Like, you don't, you don't take on the pin on a back right pin. If you hit it long, you're short-sided. Mm-hmm. If you go left and short, you have plenty of green to work with. So, like, the pertinent play would be to just take one less club and just put it somewhere in the middle of the green so you have that putt back to the right pin. Yeah. And it's just there's risks that you you don't need to take, I guess. No, I can agree with that. I guess my advice then would be just don't be afraid to take that risk when when the opportunity comes up and you need to. Yeah, you get you get a good number, like you get that number that's like, oh, this is my perfect pitching wedge or something like that. Go ahead and go for it, but yeah. you just got to pick your spots, I guess. You can't do it on every hole because obviously as shitty amateur players, more than often than not, you're not going to pull it off. <laughs> so you got to just know when to pick your spots. How about you, Kyle? I have no fucking strategies whatsoever. I'm I'm usually down. You're just trying to play golf. You're just trying to hit. Fair it, I mean, and it, it, it's like the music thing, though. I always usually play shit that people hate. Hmm. 
And so when they get annoyed that like fucking young thug is on and they're like a country lover, I feel like that can a little irritate them. But if they like something, I instantly turn it the fuck off. If jokes on you, I like all music. Like rock, Jeezy, instantly turn off. Instantly. There's no fucking way I'm going to let him bounce to Jeezy while he's beating me. No. <laughs> We're going to put on some fucking Elvis. Like I'm not, I'm not playing that I game. Don't no, I'm, I'm, that's pretty much my strategy because I'm usually losing. Yep. So, speaking to the confidence thing, like you said, like don't be, don't not being afraid to go for it. A thing I like to do is, if you show your opponent that you're confident early in the match, they know that it's on. So, like, let's say your opponent on the first hole has, you know, a three, three-and-a-half-footer, something you would clearly make them putt if the match was on the line. Or just give it to them. And you're already in with a par, let's say, and they're putting for par. Just don't even look at it. Just walk off the green. You're good. They're going to sit there, and they're going to think, well, fuck, he's not going to make me putt three-footers. You might get a little too aggressive with your next putt. You putt it three feet by, make him putt the next one, then they're like, fuck, I don't know what he's going to yeah, make yeah, me yeah. I like that. <laughs> and then, uh, I think that's what Bobian did to me last year. You um, talk a lot of shit, though, too, man. Oh, yeah, you got to. This, I can't talk shit on the course, dude. I, mean, I can't do it. Yeah. This comes from a place where I know I'm bad at golf. So, yeah. like, whatever you can say back to me, I'm like, dude, I already know. Yeah. <laughs> I already know I don't hit fairways, and I'm very inconsistent. Anything but you're that, supposed to be good, and you just fucking blade it into the woods. Like, get yeah. off the course now. <laughs> it's like anything that you say, I'm going to say it about myself. Yeah. Kind so, of thing. Yeah, like, um, in the war of words, you're not beating me. Right. And then the other thing that I have, kind of the opposite coin of that is a thing I love to do and I do it almost every year if the situation presents itself is really early in the match first or second hole they get a nice two footer something that you know they're going to be a little nervous about and you're going to make them putt they put their mark down they go around they read the putt they put the ball back down to actually hit the putt then you just walk off the green and say you're good (laughs) (laughs) so they've read the putt they're ready to hit it and you say you're good. So they're preferably they're down in a crouch, putting the ball down, marking their lineup. You say you're good. What are you thinking when you're doing that? You're like, dick. All the first pic- thought you're I'm like, I'm just yeah, picturing you dick. doing this to camphor. Oh yeah, and then all the time. Just getting livid. Oh yeah, yeah. Ra- going into a rage. Real you know? guy. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't have said that five minutes ago. Oh, when I was lying this up. all the time. I do it to yacht once a year, and I always get a chuckle out of it because he just kind of laughs because he's like, fuck. That's a good move. That's what he's thinking in his head. God, that's a good move. Some some craftsmanship here. I have to go back to the Game, drawing little board. Little gamesmanship. Yeah, little gamesmanship. Little gamesmanship. The game of games. It was like well, one year at the at our tournament that we were talking a lot about, and I apologize. We're going to get into what that tournament is, but I was playing against uh, our buddy Kyle Bobby in a, in a team match. It was a two-on-two match. They hit it to about two feet on their second shot. This was a two-on-two scramble. We chipped it short of the green and then hit a shitty chip. We had about 20 feet to save our par. And I drain it coming back. So we're in with par. They're putting from about two feet for birdie. Their first guy misses. So Kyle's the second putter. And he had already looked at me like twice and I'm like, so this isn't good? <laughs> I'm like, no, man, you're putting for birdie. You got to win, win the hole. And he misses. Takes a full swing, knocks the ball off the green. 
was pissed that they're acting like they're not regulation size holes. <laughs> you ask him about that, and he'll, he'll get mad. But um, that'll be good cart talk tomorrow morning for him and I. Yeah, that that is another thing for me though. That now that that comes up, don't ever look at your opponent. I not not in general. I'm saying like when you're gonna putt, don't ever look for a putt. I think in your in your head, you need to approach every putt like you gotta putt it out. Then you're never gonna be surprised. Oh yeah. Then yeah, my yeah. tactic doesn't work. Yeah, I always go up. I mean, that's why I did. La- I mean, that can bite you in the ass. It, it did to me last year when I thought that would bow me, and I hit mine off the flag stick. And don't then, do it. You know that just buckled me, and I just started shotgunning beers, and that was you know, all she wrote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got no strategies like that, man. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking use them all. No. You you didn't even realize. Hell no. All the shit that was going yeah, on. I think I've only played you match play once. No, we so. won our match play without any strategy last year. Imagine what me and Kyle will do this year if we, you know, we might win nine holes instead of thirteen. Yeah. Okay. We All right. Fuck. That was awesome. <laughs> it also helped that Danny had been drinking since like, a, since like 9 a.m. in the car. Hammered. Yeah. You guys, uh, when is a win? Yeah. 10 feet on the East uh, Coast is 10 feet on the West Coast. You guys got anything else before we let the people out of here? Oh, this is an atrocious basketball game if anyone cares. Oh, what do we got going it's on? It's 9-6 with 10 minutes already Oh, gone. my Lord. I hope you didn't take the... Oh, I took it. I took uh, it. Yeah. You took oh, what? Over? Yeah, it was over 125. Well, there's, there's, there's too good, sir. I, they, I had no clue they'd predict that each team would shoot fifteen percent. Well, well, to me, one twenty-five is like when you get to the point where that number's like, why is that number so I low? Know, it's I, a reason and for I it. Took the bait, Treffler up two. Let's yeah, go. Up two. Let's go. All right, boys. Well, I want to thank you guys for coming on. Appreciate um, you, bro. Always good. Everybody, uh, go give us a follow on uh, Instagram and Twitter at one hundred underscore keep it under. And uh, if you guys got suggestions, shit you want to hear us talk about, or tell us how bad we are at this, uh, shoot us an email at 100keepitunder at gmail.com. Any of the bad, bad stuff you want to say, say it to our face. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, everybody enjoy the basketball games. Enjoy the rest of the match play. Ooh, and, uh, three. Oh, my. And if you're... Uh, Playing golf, if you're practicing, you know what to do. Keep it under 100.